It's RBO Bitches. Bonjour. What's poppin'? This is Glory. And I'm Janae. And this is the Rich Vibes and Overdrive Podcast. Okay? Good morning. This is the um, second episode we're recording in the morning. Yes. Is it, are you grumpy? Absolutely. <laughs> I feel like I'm being a rude uh, house. I'm not the house guest because I'm the host. Where are you? I'm in my house, but um, my friend from Baltimore came back with me. And so right now he's sleeping in my living room as I'm recording this podcast episode. So I'm sure I'm being very disruptive. Did you communicate with him that you were recording an episode? I did. I I said that it was going to happen, but I don't think he's still sleeping. Okay, great. So maybe (laughs) he'll interrupt your podcast this time. Probably. (laughs) Yeah. um, I had to leave my mom's house. Where are you now? Um, I got a I got a little room in a boutique hotel. <laughs> <laughs> Glory is in a hostel. <laughs> I got a boutique hotel. There's a view. Shirty, cold word for boutique hotel in New York City means either a trap house in the Bronx or a hostel. <laughs> My bitch, I'm in a boutique hotel. Is it's cute? It's cute. Where is oh, that? Is in the Bronx? Is in the Lower East Side. Oh, okay, okay. I'll the Bronx. The Bronx is not my speed. I actually tried to get, you know, like, I don't know about you, but like sometimes like the Airbnb, I'm not a good Airbnb booker because I get played I by- I found pretty people. decent ones. I found one in Brooklyn once that was pretty decent. But do you feel like, when you, do you feel like the photos that you you like match the apartment? Like sometimes. I just feel like I'm at, at understanding like what the apartment really looks like from photos. It depends. I try to look for people that I see that are like super host because then it's like, all right, they obviously got a reputation. So like, let me book through them. Oh, uh, well, I got, I got like trapped in the first Airbnb. Like I lost my money because it was like, oh, a nice save for professionals. So I'm like thinking, I, like to get the <laughs> jobs. I go into the apartment and I'm like, this is not going to work. Not I- a nice save for professionals. You should have known. I know. See, I'm stupid. I'm trying to tell you, like, I'm not good at picking Airbnbs. Like, he did the most of the description. Wow. Well, I did. I thought about you this week. Why? Because so my job, they be trying to do those little happy hours, like the virtual ones, and it'd be a different theme every week. And this week is a TikTok video challenge. I was like, yo, I wish Glory worked here. <laughs> Are you gonna do one? You know, you're bad at them. Bitch, that's why I'm not doing it. You think I'd be embarrassing myself in front of the Caucasians? They're already probably stereotyping me that I could dance like Beyonce and then I'd be sitting up there. Yeah, that's true. You can't have Becky out, do you? Right. So I'm like, Becky probably was on a cheerleading squad all throughout middle school, high school. She's going to be getting it. That's funny. Yes, yeah, so your TikTok videos were really disappointing. All right, don't OD. My TikTok videos, they were okay. You talk about the one time you tried to make me learn a TikTok overnight, and I'm just not built that way. It was like you did one, can you back it up? Are you whatever? And it was just like, where is the where's the energy? Where is the I want to be here? I was drunk. That was at least like a B. Oh, that's you drunk drink dancing? That- <laughs> oh, okay. I thought that was very sober, but. I feel like I did at least deserve a B for that. that no? Was- 
It was like, oh, I'm like one of those cute girls that I didn't want to do the most on the internet, but I'm still do the challenge because I want to be seen. See, you captured it perfectly. That's exactly what I was going for. <laughs> it was like, all right. But yeah, girl, you know, life is in a better place. I feel like this was like how we started the podcast. I was like, I got to leave my house. And here I am. But um, so what else is going on in your life? In my life, that's it. I'm just trying to balance. Um, I guess I can talk about this now. I lost my fucking wallet. Um, did it have like anything important in it? Everything. It had cash in there, my debit cards, my two credit cards, my daughter's social security card, my driver's license registration. Not daughter's social. Right. Not a daughter's social. You see that? <laughs> now you fucked up. How did you lose the wallet? I don't know, because I was, all right, so this gets even worse, right? So, you know those Revel scooters, the scooters they got in New York City, you could rent them. Oh. The motorcycle. Huh? They were discontinued because, like, two people died on them. So they brought them back, right? And so, like I said, my friend is here from Baltimore, so I'm out here living my life like it's golden, even though my shit's silver. And I'm just doing shit that's not really my life. You feel me? And I was riding the Rebel scooter. I fucking crashed on that shit. And at the moment that I fell, <laughs> I think my wallet flew out my bag. Yo. This is the part where you say something. <laughs> no, it's just more like, I actually care. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Like, my leg was just like a little sprain. Oh, now you care when I hurt myself because the first time I hurt myself, he was just cutting my ass. And it was like you was double dutching and your, your foot broke. I was like, you're doing the most, but then you really were hurt. But this is yes. like, so you, you just, you just, you and your legs this, this year were not working. Exactly. And that's the first thing I thought when I fell because it wasn't that bad of a fall. I kind of just like let the bike drop. But I was like, dang, not my good leg. I can't really go back. <laughs> huh? You could have got really hurt. I know, but luckily it was it was a very small crash. So it was it was fine. So you lost your whole wallet. So I lost my whole wallet. I didn't realize until the next day. So I rode the bikes on Monday. I realized on Tuesday. And the strange part about it, this guy calls me. I got a call from an unrestricted number. Some Caribbean sounding dude. Oh, no, he was like, he left the country. He was like, "Hey, uh, what's your name? Is this Janae Boston?" I'm like, "Um, yeah, like who's this?" I didn't say who it was. I'm like, "I, I know that's why I'm asking. Like, who is this?" He's like, "Oh, God is gonna bless you, and God bless you." And I, I got the call here to say, "Uh, Janae Boston, comedian, uh, actor. Is this you? Lost your? Is this your card?" And I'm thinking, like, I got my purse. I'm like, I didn't lose my purse. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. He just kept saying, God bless you, and God's going to bless you really good. And then finally, when I had to go outside, I was like, yo, I don't have my fucking wallet. And maybe that's why he was saying, God bless you, because now he took my money and my shit. I thought it was going to end very differently. (laughs) No, and then once I realized, I couldn't even call the weird guy back because... He called from a blocked number. So I'm just SOL. Wait, wait. So this Jamaican dude said, God's going to bless you because you blessed him. I guess so. So maybe that means a whole bunch of money is coming my way. No, no. Maybe he's about to start scamming with all that information that you left in that wallet. Right. I have to report her social security guard laws. My daughter about to have 15 credit cards opened up in her name and shit. Oh my God. Yo, I'm really like, I'm really anal about identity documents. 
I know, but I didn't mean to. Like, I, I just, I just got to call everybody this morning. Like, I already cut off my debit card and my credit card. So now I just got to call. Yeah, now I just got to call a DMV and shit. I'm so stressed. Yeah, I'm really sorry. It's not like you're about to have a bad week. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you is the most uninspiring person ever. <laughs> I mean, you're honestly, you know what they say. Everything for a reason. Well, maybe that means I'm about to come up off of even more money. I'm not going to hold you, Janae. Losing my wallet is one of my biggest fears. (laughs) (laughs) You're really not helping boost my self-esteem right now. <laughs> and that's the thing. I've never ever lost my wallet before. So I'm like, dang, I guess there's a first time for everything. I think this is yeah, the first for me. I never broke my foot before. But okay, sorry. But did you have your like driver's don't you have your driver's license in the wallet? Yes, that's what I'm saying. My driver's license, my registration is gone as well. You register wait, you got, you got your registration in the wallet? Yes. How many was this wallet? <laughs> Well, because every time I kept everything in my wallet because I would lose things individually before. Like I would lose my debit card. And I always said to myself, if I keep everything in my wallet, I won't lose anything. And so life was going pretty good for a while. <laughs> until, <laughs> until one day. <laughs> this story gets worse. You had the registration and license in there. <laughs> it's all right. I'm going to have to go back to Delaware again. No, honestly, this is what I only I was I wasn't asking to make it worse, even though I know I did. I was asking because maybe like that ideal situation is that they take the whatever twenty dollars you had in there. Wow, that she know I only got twenty dollars. I mean, how much was it? I had like a good fifty, sixty dollars. That's enough. That's enough for a good deed. And then <laughs> turn your your wallet to your address. Well, they're not going to return it anymore because I told the guy I didn't lose my purse. You fucking idiot. Because I was like half asleep when this man called me. And then he got this accent. He sounded like he was about to do voodoo on me. He knew he just, well, you lost your purse if he found the purse. I didn't lose my purse. That's the thing. And that's why I was confused. He knew. He knew. Like, I'm saying he knows that like, you, lo- like, you don't know you lost your shit yet. But I feel like if somebody calls me like God's about to bless you, like they they're gonna return my wallet. I hope so. Maybe he'll mail it to the address, like you said. I hope so. I hope he FedEx that shit. Cause God, yo, if you get that wallet back, you gotta stop doing fuck shit. <laughs> but it's like I can't even wait on it because I can't be riding around with no driver's license and registration. Like I need to go get a new one now. No, absolutely. But it's like they still should return your shit. I know. I really hope so. I mean, I have a question for you. Yes. Do you think you're a good person? Of course. Have you done, like, do you tip well at restaurants? I tip well at restaurants. That's how I know I'm a good person, because let me tell you what happened. Okay. This is, I'm in, I'm in Janae 2.0 right now. There you go. So this, like two weekends ago now, right? Mm-hmm. I had a fight. Well, not really a fight. I had an argument with this girl, one of my friends. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, maybe she felt some type of way to me, towards me, and she just never told me. 
So we away at the Airbnb for my friend's birthday, and she just has a random breakdown where she starts calling me a selfish bitch. Ooh, I mean. And I didn't say nothing to her. Wait, what's her sign? I think she's a she's either a Capricorn or a Sagittarius. I can't remember. Hi, Sag. I could see why she wouldn't like you. Shut up. <laughs> and so I didn't say nothing back to her. I didn't smack her. I didn't I didn't flame her ass, even though it would have been really easy to do so. I just sat there and I just laughed at her. <laughs> and then you made it probably worse. That makes me a good person. Look at the alternatives. Right, first of all, that's not what I meant. In the context of good person, I meant like, oh, if you do good deeds, the good deeds will come back to you. But this sounds more like you're having problems with all your friends. And now we need to unpack. I thought that was a blessing on her behalf because she got away scot-free. I mean, what she was going to say? That she, what was going to roast her? Like her outfit was bad? I mean, I'm not going to roast. If I didn't roast her then, I'm not going to roast on a podcast. You know what I mean? I mean, I think that kind of goes on a tangent. So you're not a good person. (laughs) (laughs) I am a good person. I let her live. Girl, I just hope I'm really going to pray. Like I have a list, you know, I pray at night and I have a specific list. I'm going to continue to add you. I'm going to add your wallet to my prayer list. I really hope you find your wallet. The wallet, I definitely need it. Because if I could just even get my daughter's cards back and my registration, that would be amazing. Yeah, that would be ideal. A little bit about what's going on in the world before we talk about our favorite topic. Ow. Back with her man. Don't let us know yet. This week. This week on Is Janae Back With Her Man? <laughs> I wasn't even going to say that. I was saying <laughs> this week we got to endure Trump debating again. Oh, I think we're going to say this. Oh, yeah, like. I'm just ready for elections to be over. It feels like a shit show. I'm nervous. I feel like I'm going to wake up on November 4th and really be really sad. I think so, too. I like, like, I don't want to be I don't want to be pessimistic, but I just feel like this is not going to go the way we are predicting. Interesting, though, because they're saying that there are, like, record numbers of people that have registered to vote and people that have started early voting, that a lot of people have already done that. So it seems a little optimistic. I have to mail in my early vote. I got an absentee ballot and I'm going to, I need to mail in my absentee ballot ASAP. Yeah, I'm going to get my absentee ballot as well. Well, I requested, I'm waiting for it. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Like, I just, I don't want to wake up and it's just like sad. Like, I remember the day that Trump got elected and Hillary, like, I wasn't a, I wasn't a fan of either of them, obvious reasons, but Hillary did make a speech and I remember being at work. Like, I think I was sad because I'm like, wow, like this country really is going to hell. And I don't, I don't think I was crying more at her speech. I was crying more at the result of like, there is no hope. You probably were crying at how ghetto America is. Like America is just a hot mess. It's like one big high school. High school. And everybody just fighting for power. I mean, I don't think you fighting for power in high school. I think you fighting to be heard in high school. Well, I think it depends on the type of high school because some high schools, it's like the cliques. It's kind of like about power and who's popular. And especially if your school has like a student government system, it's just ridiculous. This sounds real personal. Nah, I mean, I was chilling in high school. I was good. I was I was good with the position of my party and I was good with where I stood in the realm of like high school politics. Like I wasn't lame. 
I was fu- I was like exactly kind of like the type of person I am now. Like people knew me because I was funny. I would talk shit. You know, my mama made sure I was dressed good. But I wasn't like, I was like a cool, funny, chill person. I wasn't the most popular person in high school. But I was still in the popular circle, if that makes sense. I think it was a little bit of everything. Like I was like a nerd. I was I was I wasn't popular because I was popular. I was popular because it's just like who the fuck is this? And that's still consistent with who I am today. Exactly. And that's the thing. Like we were smart, but we were funny and we were pretty and we were cool. So it was like I think I think we both were well around the people. I would say. But yeah, like I was just I don't want I don't know what's gonna happen on November fourth, but the, it's really creeping up upon us. Well, they have new rules to the debate now. They're mutant mics. <laughs> oh, so funny! Like, how old are we? How old are we? That you got to be putting Trump on mute. <laughs> Yo, that shit is so. It's like it's just crazy to me that these people are adults. Like, this is the presidential elections, and like people used to like back in the day. You know, even though like again, I'm not Miss Politics. But, you know, when they first did, um, when JFK was running for president, it was like the first time they were on TV. And it's like, people took this shit seriously. And now it's like, yo, we got to mute your mics because you don't know how to act. Right. And that's the crazy part about it. It's like the fact that y'all grown people and we got to mute your mics because if you don't, y'all going to keep talking over the goddamn person, the moderator. But it's crazy to me that these are two white men. Had it been anybody else, like, oh, they can't control themselves. Like, why are they running for president? We... Like, had it been any other people, but it's a white man, you know what, let's just mute their mics, like, whatever. That's that white, like, what's that word? White privilege. Yeah, like, I'm just... And it's crazy, because, well, so, this week, for the debate, there's a female moderator. That should be interesting. So, you know, if Trump doesn't respect anybody who's not black and he definitely doesn't respect women so you got a woman that's out here muting him i'm just really interested to see how this is about to go this is about to be so funny because i mute mute mute. actually don't speak no more president (laughs) you're no longer the president i just want to see them throw hands at this point i think that'd be hilarious who you think gonna win i think trump may knock biden out no i think because biden looks like he's on his way out trump will definitely win but so that's why I don't want them to not to fight. Because Biden looks like you just hit him one time is over. Right. Like, and then that's going to make us look worse if Trump knock him out. Then we're going to be like, dang, we can't have a pussy for a president. So then we you know, got to like Trump. He's just going to spread his propaganda about how Biden can't fight. Right. I can't with these celebrities. I, I don't know. I don't know. But um, Tory Lanez is still going on live. I think Tory Lane should just take a break. For me, this is my my policy. If you go on live, you're guilty. <laughs> what? Because it's like, I've never seen a celebrity go on live and the outcome was better. <laughs> That's a fact. You remember when uh, B. Simone wrote that book and then she said she didn't write the book and somebody else, everybody on her team plagiarized? Right. That was terrible. It's like, sis, you just went on live to try to make the situation better. And she just basically was like, um, you know, I didn't read everything. I trusted the people on my team, so I'm gonna go speak to them. Like, like I think- a 30 page book that you didn't read. It's not even real words. Right. And it's like, I thought the whole point of you coming on here was to take ownership and you basically just blamed everybody else. Right. And my thing is that like if you go on live, you're guilty, but if you go on live twice, you definitely did that shit. 
<laughs> what you gotta explain? Well, because they talking about that he say they say he don't support black women now. He thinks it's a false narrative. If you shoot a black woman, you absolutely do not support black women. <laughs> I guess he's trying to say this is a one-time isolated incident where he made a mistake and he's he said that he's never had no history of like violence against women like before in his past. But I was like, never was never did Chris Brown either, but he still beat Rihanna ass. So he, all it takes is one time. Look. I don't know what happened in that car. I don't know. I, I, in my mind, the story, all the stories sound a little like interesting to me. Like even when it came out, I was like, what the fuck? Like, but before Meg said anything, I was like, well, there's only the facts that came out was that, um, Tori was arrested for having a concealed weapon. It was a concealed weapon. Only, you know, where the weapon is because it's concealed. Mm-hmm. And the, nobody had to say anything to me. I'm like, it seemed like he shot her. Like, who else is going to be shooting in the front seat? That's the math. And so. now the bodyguard is saying that they were there and that they are they have an account of the story as well. Like, they saw when he shot her. Right. So it, it's just like, for me, the shit that kills me from this is this, like, people rationalizing being against a victim that said they got shot. Yeah, and I think Tory Lanez at this point he should just apologize and retreat. Well, he should go on live for the third time and be like, "Hey, <laughs> that shit." Yo, I can't. But this is that a thing? Like, if you do something, if a black man does something to a black woman once, I mean, does it necessarily mean that they don't respect all black women or that they hate all black women? Um, I think this. You can't compare shooting someone with like maybe disrespecting somebody verbally. Like let's say me, I'm in a relationship with somebody and he disrespected me. Actually, yep, I think so. Yeah. Because I do too. I think it's a pattern. It's like it's not just that you disrespected one person. It seems like you feel okay to do so. so exactly. You do it to anybody. And I always feel like if he if he does it to me or if he did it to anyone he's capable to do it to anybody else. It's like when people say like, oh, if a guy cheats once, like when he cheat again, I'm like, well, he proved that he was capable of doing so. I, and living with it. I don't want to like bash men and say like they haven't gotten better. They have a lot of work to do, but I do think there's a collective like opening of the consciousness, like, oh, these things are actually fucked up and we are hurting black women. I'm not saying all of them are like, oh yeah, I'm gonna stop. But I still, I do think that I have seen a shift, especially the men that I'm friends with, that they actually are working towards making sure they are protecting black women. I don't know if that makes sense. No, nah, that do make sense, and I think we've talked about this in an earlier episode before. I have seen a shift um, as well. It's just I just need men to be consistent. Yeah, they because do. I don't think that they realize that you can't disrespect the girls you talk to and then like praise your mama and be like you love black women right. you know what I mean or even your friends like oh yeah I'm not disrespectful because I have black women friends um you still are doing shit behind my back exactly if you're still mistreating the person that you claim to love and care about then you disrespect the black woman that's it alright but hurry yeah I just like motherfuckers always want to hear two sides of the stories when it comes to, to black women like if it would have been anybody else, I'd be like, oh, boom. I believe them. 
But I don't know. The whole thing. If it was a white woman, you know this would have been wrapped up by now. If it was Kylie Jenner. <laughs> Kylie Jenner, baby. If it was Kylie Jenner, what? This person would have been facing the death penalty. So the way that she was able to completely remove herself from that story, that narrative, because even if she wasn't there, they were coming from her party. So, like, she has made no statements. Her money is unaffected. <laughs> and look, now we forgot that Kylie Jenner was even there. I didn't forget. <laughs> A white woman cannot be trusted. Right. So that's what, you know what? This is all because I'm going to tell you why. Because Megan should have still been friends with Jordan. I don't know if they're still friends or not, but you can't trust white women. White women will put you in environments to fail and then release you whenever it doesn't benefit them. AKA exactly what Kylie Jenner did. She got everybody drunk, everybody maybe on some drugs or whatever. I don't know what them kids speak on it. Huh? What? I said, speak on it. Yeah. And then I thought you said she'd be on it. I'm like, how you know she'd be doing drugs? <laughs> so it's like, what? And then like, they went off about their way and then everything happens and we don't see no protecting of Megan in the media. I don't know what her stance on it is, but it's just like, she was able to sl- slip out and not be associated with that. Because Chris probably coached her. Chris probably was like, listen to like, black people as far as you need them, but don't get too involved. Exactly. She was like, just stay in your ground, stay back, plead the fifth. Right. Don't even speak on it. I can't. So yeah, um me, myself, and I, you know that song? Yeah. Oh my god, and that wait, I'm singing it all wrong. You definitely eyes. Me, myself, and I, that's all I got in the end. That's what I found out. And ain't no need to cry for my father I'm going to be my own best friend. Keyword, be your own best friend. <laughs> and that is exactly where I'm out in my, out, excuse me, that's exactly where I'm at in my life right now. Being my own best friend, me, myself, and I. That's been my theme for the last year. Like, I'm my own best friend. Like, literally, Janae. I, I don't want to say I don't need nobody, but especially after this week and everything that I've been through and now that I'm in my boutique hotel, <laughs> Yo. I, I don't need nobody, okay? Nobody. Because even the, like, nobody just, nobody cares. Nobody cares about your problems. Nobody cares. They just pretend to care, but nobody cares about shit. So I'm my own best friend and people got to really learn to just be their own best friend. So I'm grateful for that song. I am too. I'm grateful. I'm, you know, me, I'm living my best single life out here. So me, myself and I, just like Beyonce said. That's all we got in the end is what we found out. <laughs> no need to cry. Yo, I can't. Do you think so? Like, are you, how is your dating right now? Like, are you dating multiple men? And do you think that you should like always be dating multiple men so that you don't get your heart like, so that you don't fall for somebody that you shouldn't. Because I, I heard that theory a lot. Like, you never put all your eggs in one basket. So let's let's talk about that. I'm happy that you brought that up. I got a Venus. My Taurus. My Venus is in Taurus. So I know, yeah, I don't know about birth signs and shit. But Venus is a sign of how you love. So I got all this other whole energy in my chart. But then I got this Venus. And the Taurus people, they're loyal to one person. And when I look back at my whole dating history, that's the mistake that I made. Just being loyal to one person. Are you going to agree with me? Like you didn't even say anything. I agree. 
So, yeah. Um, after the situation, this pandemic thing, because like the thing that pissed me off about this pandemic thing, and I guess this is just part of the game, so it's fine. Like I take the L and P's, but men will say whatever. Like he really had me feeling like we was on the same energy, same wave. Like we was about to do this thing and like run away. And then he just switched it up. And I got really excited to get my feelings hurt. And I'm like, had I been with multiple men, his words wouldn't have meant as much. So the way I had five other dudes telling me all this crazy shit. Exactly. And that's why I kind of get it. Like I've never been the type to like have a whole bunch of men at once. But I get, I definitely get the theory. Yeah. And- I definitely get the theory. Because it's like, yo, to your point, if you got multiple guys saying the same thing, then you know they all ain't shit. Right. But I only had one guy telling me shit. I was like, oh, this sounds nice. <laughs> like, say that again? I didn't hear you. You want to run away? Sure. And then my <laughs> thing is that, like, I, something that I'm trying to explore more, because I have a lot of, um, I don't know, like, I wouldn't call it, what's the word? Not male energy, but dominant assertive energy. Because I'm very, like, direct. And I I don't like to give into these roles of, like, how men should act and how women should act. Because I really don't care about that shit. But, like, I do think that there's something to, you know, being a feminine and not really acting on things. I don't know if that makes sense. Like, just, just having them look out for you. Look for you. So if you have five men and one day one of them is busy, the other guys are looking out for you. You don't got to do no work. Like we really, as women, shouldn't be doing no work. You know, I think I I actually did have a moment like that at college once. You have five men on your dick? It, (laughs) It wasn't necessarily five men, but I was chilling with this one dude, right? And so we were like drinking, smoking. So I guess that was my good time. But then we fell asleep and I broke out into these like microscopic highs. And I was like, oh my God, I can't tell this dude to take me to the hospital. Like, I felt like that's not really his place. So then I called this other guy who I've been talking to a little while longer. And I was like, yo, I need you to take me to the ER. And so at like three o'clock in the morning, I had to kick out the first dude, find a way to get him out and then make it into the car to get to the ER with the second dude. Yeah. And everything worked out pretty well. You know what I'm saying you need a guy that could drive you to the hospital. You need a guy that could light you up. You need a guy that like, it's called balance. Yeah. You need a guy that you just like, maybe want to talk to for like companionship. But all that shit sounds good in theory, but I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not good at that. I'm just not good at managing like all those relationships at once. So I, be, I feel guilty. I don't know. Like, it's something that I'm exploring because I'm like, something's not working in my dating life. And I think it's that I I like somebody and I just want to be with them. But they don't have that same rationale. Exactly. And I think maybe that's like most women because it's like, I don't want to talk to multiple guys, but it's like, I want to keep my options open. I would much rather just talk to one person that has all of the things that I want in my relationship. Right. And then maybe things will be good. I don't know. So now I'm at the point where I have to be a savage, Janae, because I'm over men. Because she is savage. I'm over it. Like, bougie, rich. I'm going to have friends that I go on dates with, and I'm going to just enjoy my time. And if in two years I like you, then we could be together. But in two years, I need two years to sort out my messes. Two years though. That's enough time to know if you want to be with somebody. I was gonna say a year. That's how I am now. Like if we, if we talk it, and after a year, I still like you. Then boom, we go together. Nah, I'm gonna <laughs> we gonna do 
two years of single. I got to be single for two years because I'm tired. Two years, he finna dump your ass. Yo, and now that I'm on that energy, that's the way that the universe works. Now that I'm on that energy, like, I have these guys, like, they're like, nah, like, I want to be with you. Wow. Yo, did you see my Instagram story? I saw you always posted subliminals, so I don't know which one you're talking to about. Because <laughs> I was like, my ex from high school slid in my DMs. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Like, now they want to be all up on your dick. It's like, I really- But how do they know that we're happy? Is there like a sensor? They got that fuckboy energy, that fuckboy intuition. <laughs> right, like my fuckboy senses is tingling. Let me hit him, you know, she's happy right now. You know? I can't. And then, like, I just can't, Janae. So I'm like, I don't want to be with anybody. So I'm like, I'm going to go out with him. I'm going to have a good time. But it's like, now I like him. The guy that I'm talking about, I don't even want to go out with him because I remember him being lame in high school. And it's like, I'm not sure that you've gotten any better in your adult life. I haven't. And the way he's texting me just feels corny. Yeah. This nigga texts me like ASL, like, so are you? I'm your local hookups. Get the fuck out. Like how we used to be on AOL. Not no ASL. My man hit me like, so what's your dating life? Are you single, married? I'm like, nigga, bye. Out of all his options to hit you up after high school. Right. And it's like, where did you even find me? Like, how did I even pop up in your brain? Like, I just don't understand. I really don't get it. But uh, I definitely think that we should have a roster. I feel like, um, again, I don't want to put like gender norms on things, but my, my, I need to really sit down and figure out my love strategy. And my love strategy is I should be doing no work. Yeah. I think woman. But you think you should be doing the work? No, I shouldn't be doing no work. Like if you come into my life, you will show effort because you like me and you want to spend time with me. And if you are, I'll reciprocate the effort. Yeah, I'm not about to be the person that's seeking you out or like. I hope you have a good day. No, you had had a good day before I came into your life or a bad day. You don't need me to hope. Nah, it's so scary because but this is the thing I feel like you always kind of been this way a little bit and it's different for me because like I've never been this way before no, so for- I'm gonna tell you something I've been this way but when I like somebody I get real stupid like I get real like oh my god like you know I just want to talk to him all the time and I want to check in on him and like I want to be available I want to communicate healthy I don't want to ignore him because like I don't want him to feel bad no fuck all that shit anything you're in anything that you're your fake conscious, guilty conscious say, do the opposite. Ignore the... One thing, let me tell you this. Yo, I am crying right now. No, because I'm tight. I'm still tight. I see. <laughs> I feel like you triggered. There's only two things that really work with men. You don't have to have no... Like, it doesn't matter, like... Because I'm not good with games. But if you ignore men, they will always love you. That's all you got to do. I've been hearing that a lot. I don't know if I ignore men. I'm just really right now, like... I'm definitely not putting out the energy. No, that's the thing. Like you said, I'm going to reciprocate. I will be the best reciprocator in the world. Be the best. Be be fucking mediocre. (laughs) Be a mediocre reciprocator. Like, (laughs) be mediocre. I'm crying. Don't ask no questions. (laughs) 
I'm not double texting. No. I retire my essays. I'm not texting. You you want to talk to me? You need to FaceTime me. I don't have time for texting. Exactly. And it's like, if you're not making no moves, I'm not following up with you. But let me You got to follow up with me. I, there's some, like, even though I was a little bit annoyed about the situation with, got with the last guy, there is something so, I guess it could be, this is a fine line between creepy and sexy. Like when a man wants you and he makes that known. Because, like, the guy that I'm talking to, well, when I say talking is a strong word, but, like, the guy that I've been communicating, like, the energy he's giving me is, like, this shit is, like, bitch, do you want, I'm not bitch, we can take that out. <laughs> do you want to be together? Because you give me good energy. He's calling me. He's making, he, I was like, oh, I just want to be friends. He's like, I'm ignoring that. We're not. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this guy? <laughs> Some guy, like, it doesn't matter. But he's like. He sent me yesterday. We were texting, and I was like, "Yeah, like we can go on a friend date." And he sent me our text back. He's like, "I want you to notice where I deleted that friend comment." I was like, <laughs> "Oh, okay, that's funny." And I was like, "You know, like I don't because I don't really like like really fancy dates because they give me anxiety." Because it <laughs> what? <laughs> Why does it give you anxiety? Because you don't you feel like you're gonna be too sparkly? No, I just. Don't <laughs> And this is part of the problem. Like, I don't want the guy to invest so much and expect something out of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've had, like, you know, people be arguing about, like, oh, I would never see somebody on a $300 date. I've been on $300 dates. I've been flewed out. Like, I've been on these, like, nice-ass dates. But I just don't want people to be, be like, if you're putting up so much that you should expect something because I'm not going to give you a Well, you know what? If I learned anything as a woman, it's like, that is the guy's problem. So if you're, whatever you're expected, those are your expectations in your brain that I don't have access to. And personally, I don't give a fuck. Like I'm going off of energy and vibe. So I'm not just gonna, you know, I'm not going to be, have anxiety within myself thinking like, oh, he's going to expect this or he's going to expect that. That's a personal problem, really. No, you're right. But what I was going to say is that like, I was telling him like, oh, you don't really have to do, like, you don't have to go above and beyond for me. Like we could just. Like, I, we don't got to do something super fancy. He's like, I'm sorry, but I like that fancy shit. So I'm going to see you this and there. And that's what we're doing. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. But I can't get too excited. I'm not going to. Is he in L.A.? He's in the United States. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm just like, I'm just going with the flow. Whoever gives me the best experience, that will be my husband. That's a fact. I feel like we <laughs> niggas is on a grading rubric right now. Right. It's like, this was a D experience. Um, we'll not be seeing you after this date. Um, right. If you get like a C plus or a B minus, maybe I give you some extra credit. You can have a makeup. Date. We be giving out extra credit. We be giving out. Um, we be passing people because we feel bad. <laughs> um, we gonna be people out. We out here grading on the curve, knowing that shit was trash. O D curve. <laughs> you texting me good morning every day that ain't shit that doesn't mean nothing good morning is like writing your name i don't give a fuck if you text me good morning that's, that's it a, you ain't that's get no point for that right that's the introduction to the test <laughs> do you know trigonometry what what are you doing like are you coming to class every day are you doing are you looking for extra credit are you are you looking for it i'm to give you points are you looking for extra credit are you the smart right. student or are you volunteering? Are you going above and beyond? That's what I need to know. Right. We be over here with these average ass, mediocre, non-gifted and talented ass students. 
Not gifted and talented, though. <laughs> in regular classes, they're not even AP. They're not trying to go, like, they're not trying to go above and beyond. Right. But one thing, we definitely not doing summer school for these niggas. No, bitches be doing summer school. That, that summer school is that three, four-year relationship where you know you should have been broke up his ass after the first three weeks. <laughs> right. That was what we, we both was about to be in. Summer school That's has relationships. I can't. I'm crying. Well, other than that, like, I'm in a good place. Like, I'm over the other guy. I don't give a fuck no more. I think I need to uh, put my happy blockers on because I feel like I'm in a good place too and I feel like niggas is realizing I'm happy and the fuck boy senses is tingling and they hitting me up. But um, everybody about to stay blocked. I don't want guys to know that I'm happy because that's when they try to talk to you. But you should just have five guys. That's a lot. Is it- I couldn't even, I almost forgot to take my daughter to her dance class yesterday. You think I could remember to entertain five people? That's the best part. They don't think you're that interested. They go further. <laughs> Nah, I don't. I don't know if I could do it. I'm just Beyonce. Me, myself. Have a fulfilling love life. Fuck, fuck that loyalty shit. Like you could be loyal when you're married. So I, I do hear that as a theory as well. But some people don't like that theory because they're like, if we agreed to be in a monogamous relationship, then um, you shouldn't be entertaining other people. Is there paperwork involved? But if you're talking to somebody and you both have like right now, I don't give a fuck no more. Like these guys be playing with us, I don't give a fuck. I don't. I'm sorry. You got the wrong bitch. You should have caught me like two weeks ago. I don't give a fuck. If there's no paperwork, I'm single. (laughs) I don't know. But I just felt like if I met somebody and we're on the same page, like we're working towards marriage, then Maybe you might not want to cheat on him. <laughs> Do you have a ring? Yeah. We're not ever on the same page. People switch up like not, like crazy. Right, but um, pray for my wallet. Got you. Pray for America. I'm going out. Consistently. <laughs> and vote on November 3rd. All right, y'all. That's our episode for today. We'll be back next week, Friday. Make sure y'all tune in. And make sure you also follow us on Instagram, Bitch Vibes and Overdrafts. I know my English is bad, but y'all know how to spell that. Yes, get all them updates, everything that's dropping. Let's continue to go through it and glow up together. Okay. It's RVO, bitches.